Welcome to Off the Beaten Path, but not lost. With Tony, Kristen, Kylie, and Lexi. Join us on this RV full-time living journey. Across the beautiful United States. Where the fail was. Today we're going to talk about our recent visit to Glacier National Park. Before we start that podcast, you know what you got to do if you haven't already. You need to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Faolas. And you can get the show notes for this episode at thefaolas.com slash 12. Glacier National Park was on the top Pretty epic. Yeah. I think it's definitely bumped some of my other national parks around on the list. Yes. <laughs> I think, I think I still like Zion more, maybe. Uh, it's a different feeling as Zion. Zion makes me feel like a blip. And this place does too. I guess, I don't know. This might have, this might be beating Zion now. This might be my top one now. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> I think this park and Zion are like fighting the battle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this park is gorgeous. The water, the mountains. Even with a little haze from forest fires, mm-hmm. it was still very pretty. Yes. And fog. <laughs> we have a couple fog stories there. <laughs> yeah, we've had we had some we had some smoke, some haze, some crazy weather, fog. While we were on top of the mountain. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> that was kind of scary. But it was really, really pretty. And we got to see our first grizzly bear. Yeah. Two grizzly bears. And we saw two black bears, which was Ton really of deer. cool. If you've never been to Glacier National Park, I'll give you a quick lay of the land. The park itself is about 1,500 square miles, and there's basically two entrances. There's the west entrance at West Glacier, and there's the east entrance at St. Mary's. And there's only one road that goes in between, and that's the going to the sun road. And it's on a mountain with no offshoots. (laughs) Yeah, there's no other way around in the park once you get in so the problem with that is when the park is very busy everybody is on that one road and i mean there's like parking areas to you know do overlooks and stuff like that and hikes uh but there's not like anywhere for the people to go when it's really busy they're all on that one road yeah (laughs) so to help with this which by the way the national park service has said that According to the National Park Service's website, July and August is their busiest months in the park. And in the most popular hikes in the park, they can see hundreds of hikers a day on the trails. So it can get very, very busy in the park. And I was looking at some numbers. Just 2021 from January to May was a record-setting attendance there. Which is a lot of people. And it's like 296,000 people. Which is crazy if you think about it because that's when 
this year is when they have started their new pass, which we're going to talk about shortly, but that has limited the amount of people that have come. So without that pass, it would be even more insane, which is crazy. To help with the congestion in the park, they have done a couple things. One is they have shuttles that run through the park. And that can be a good thing and a bad thing. I mean, I'm sure those shuttles can be busy as well. So make sure if you're going and you want to do the shuttles, like if you want to park and just take the shuttles through the park that you plan appropriately for that. Uh, and they. And you have to plan right because not all the shuttle stops are open this year. Yes, correct. Yep. And they, but they can be very busy as well. Like, you know, you, you if everyone decides to take the shuttle mm-hmm. that day, you might be in into a mix, but it does help with traffic throughout the park. So that is a good thing. And then the other thing that they did was the going to the sun road pass, which is <laughs> a pass that you have to reserve for in advance. We reserved for it months in advance. I think it two months or two and a half months ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And The big thing about this pass is that it limits the amount of people that are in the park from 9 to 5. 6 a.m. to 5. Oh, 6 to 5. (laughs) 6 a.m. to 5 p.m., which is a good thing because without that restriction. Okay, first, let me say that when we first heard about this, I was super annoyed and mad and that we had to do it. And I ended up getting on. Part of it was because anytime you would get on to get a pass – they were sold out. Yes. And, and it was they, frustrating. Only, they have a small window when you can apply for it. And it was frustrating because I was like, you know, for us, we can just kind of go whenever we get a pass. Like, and that's what we did. We just kept trying to get a pass. We got it for July 31st. And then, so we planned around that. Uh, but, but some people can't do that. Like they plan on being here. So at first I was really like annoyed with the whole situation and I didn't understand it really. Uh, after we got the pass, we realized that the pass is only that 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. time. So you can actually go into the park before 6 a.m. and stay in there all day. If you're in there at 5.50 or 5. Yeah, if you're in there before 6, you're good to go. Yeah, you can stay in there all day. And then the same thing happens after 5. So if you're in there after 5, you can stay in there as well. Um, and Which we did. We went, you know, a handful of times in the evening. Yeah, and the pass is also good for seven days. So when you get the pass, let's say ours started July 31st, we could actually use that pass for seven days inside the park. So it's actually not that bad, really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the hard part is obviously getting one, but if you don't get one and you're coming to this area for a vacation, you can still do after 5 p.m., which, by the way, is our favorite time almost to go to the parks anyways. Yeah. Um, and you can go before six. So you could see, you could go, you know, for a sunrise, be there at five or four. What is sunset? sunrise? That's out of my area. <laughs> six. <laughs> right now, anyways. So if you're there at five, you'll get into the park for free. You'll get to see a sunrise and then, and then visit the, visit the park for the day. And um, there's three visitor centers right in the, on the going to the sun road. There's the West Glacier or Apgar Visitor Center, which is, at the west side, they close at 530. So that one's a little bit of a struggle to get to because you have to wait in line because everybody wants to go in, you know, that doesn't have a pass. They're in line before five or at five o'clock. So um, 
you can rush and kind of squeeze in. But the Logan Pass Visitor Center, which is in the middle of the going to the Sun Road, that's open until 7. So you're good. As long as you can get in and make your way up there before 7, you're good. And the other one is actually outside the park. So yeah. you just you can actually go to that before 5 um, because it's actually sitting outside the park. Yeah, one day I tried to get into the park with that before my pass had started after 6 a.m. just to get the Junior Ranger books for the girls because we like to start those a little early. And uh, they would not let me in for <laughs> any reason. And this was at the Apgar side, the um, west side. They told me I could go right over to the St. Mary's, but that's a <laughs> like an hour and a half drive away. So we just had to wait. But again, the pass is only if you want to be there from the 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. time. So a lot of times when we go to a national park area or anywhere we want to visit, to be honest, we will, it'll, you know, we'll work, we'll do homeschool, we eat, sometimes we eat dinner and then go and visit where we want to visit. So it actually worked out like the very first time we went to the park, it was after five anyways, Mm -hmm. which we didn't plan that. It just, that's by the time we got everything done, we moved to that spot, everything, you know, ate dinner, whatever, it was time to go to the park and visit it. And it was like five thirty, six o'clock. So we actually got to go in and see some stuff. And the nice thing about this time of year, you know, it doesn't get dark until 9.30. Yep. So you, ha- you still have a pretty good window. If you're, if you're there right around 5. Yeah. Can, yeah. And we actually went in a few times before our pass started and one of those times, we actually did the whole sun going to the Sun Road yep. road, <laughs> like the whole trip, um, which is funny because when we did it, I was like, I don't even know if we need to come back on our past day <laughs> to do it, but I'm glad we did. Uh, yeah, because there's a lot of other um, spots in the park that you can go to, some on the east side, some on the west side that aren't part of the main entrances. Those are the two main ways that Glacier has tried to help with the crowds, which is the shuttles and the going to the road pass. To get that pass, you have to go to recreation.gov, and it's $2. Before you pay, what's going to happen is you're going to pick, well, actually a couple calendars will pop up, and there will be one that's like bold or not like grayed out. And that's your day. And you can try to buy it. And if it, it might be that you have to wait till a certain day for it to release and it should tell you. And that's kind of what we did. We just kept clicking every morning we'd get on and do it. And then one opened up finally. But actually this pass, I think is only going through September. If I remember right, September or something. Do you know? I don't know the specifics, but I do know that the park slows down in the fall because they get yeah, I think it's like Crazy September winter. 15th or something. So if you go after that time, then you won't even have to worry about the pass. But I bet you they do this again next year. Yeah, I can see a lot more people traveling, especially people who ordered RVs this year that weren't available until next spring. <laughs> They're going to want to get out on the road. To be honest, though, even without like it being like a busy year, I think this is just a new thing that the park is going to do. And I think some of the other parks might even start thinking about doing it as well. It just makes it, to be honest, I know it's like a frustrating thing. And like for, if you're, if you can't get the pass, it's, it sucks, (laughs) but it does make things a hundred times better inside the park because 
let me tell you, the times we went, they were really busy. Yeah. Like the t- the day that we actually went with our pass, so we were there during the day. Um, at Logan Pass, there's that visitor center, and it's kind of a popular place. It's a popular place for people to park, go into the visitor center, but also to start a whole bunch of hikes. There's a mm-hmm. whole bunch of hikes that go off from yeah, that area. It's kind of like a staging area for some hikes. So that area was is like a busy area. And the day that we had the pass and we went up there, that entire parking lot was full. And that was a Monday. Uh-huh. And that's normally, yeah, normally that's not a busy day. Yeah, we our pass started on a Saturday, but we were like, no way. Because we know better than going to a national park during the day on a weekend. <laughs> Unless we have to. So I can only imagine, like, if the pass was not a requirement, how busy it would be. So I think... Even though you're frustrated <laughs> with getting it, just just keep trying, and when you get it, you'll have so much more fun at the park. Yeah, I'm the park amazed me from start to finish. Oh, so beautiful. A couple other tips to deal with the actual crowds is number one, to expect it. All over the country is busy right now. All the national parks are busy. I mean, Zion had lines for shuttles that were like two to four hours long. Mm-hmm. Um so pretty much all the national parks are really busy right now. Not just the national parks. There's a lot of places that are busy. Finding campgrounds are hard. Yeah. So everywhere across the country is busy. So if you just expect it, I think that will be a big one right there. Uh, it'll help relieve the stress if you go there knowing you're going to be waiting. It's kind of like Disney World. You don't go to Disney World and expect to just like walk on every ride and not have to wait for anything. Yeah, as long as you set yourself up for it, it's not as bad. And also pick the right times to go. Another tip is to plan a few days in the park, not whole days. One thing that we do or, you know, something that we try to do is we'll go in for a few hours or whatever, like usually in the evenings. We'll check out what we want to check out. If we see something else that looks interesting, we can plan a different day specifically for that. That way, because especially in Glacier, you're going to the Sun Road. There's so many like little turnouts and stuff like that. Um, And there's hikes all over. There's waterfalls. You can plan like a two-hour trip there. So you go in there with that goal to just do that one thing, just see those waterfalls, and then you can leave. I mean, if you're going to be in the area for a little while like we were, that was super convenient. We could just go, come and go as we pleased. One thing we like to do is when we first get to the area, we like to go get those junior ranger books, for example, and then also drive through the park and pick out what we want to do. Um, obviously, you can look online and see what the park has, like hikes and um, waterfalls, whatever, you know, viewing areas mm-hmm. <laughs> and stuff that you want to do. Overlooks and all that. But driving through the park is a good way to do that. I mean, I pretty much, I think every park we've went to, we've done that. We've done a quick drive through, like when we first got there and said, this is cool. This is cool. Let's do this. Let's do this. And then, and then we come back for those specific things. Yep. Plus on some trips, like the going to the sun road, there's so many places to stop and look at stuff that gets really old for everybody in the car. Like <laughs> you drive for a quarter mile, then you stop again, and then you get the kids out. And, and you know, and the dogs are antsy if they come with us. So it's nice to have a small trip where you can just go in, do the thing, and then come back out. And you can plan appropriately for, you know, for example, the dogs. Yep. <laughs> dogs can't go on dogs, hikes snacks, in national parks. Dogs, snacks, drinks. <laughs> 
So, you know, if you're going for a hike, you don't take the dogs that day. But then, you know, the days that you are not doing it, you can take them. And when we were driving through Glacier, we actually, Mom turned on a guide, guide, and it told us all the names and everything that um that's near you. Yes. Did you like those? Do you think we should yeah. do those more often? Yeah. We have one for Yellowstone, right? Yeah. If you are coming to Glacier, one cool thing that we did was the Gypsy Audio Tour for this area. I really liked that. That was a lot of fun. So how that app works is you download the app, and then you can download different tours for different areas. They have one for Yellowstone as well. They have one for Tetons. They have, like, a ton of them. So you download the tour onto your phone. So you do not need service at all. It does use GPS, so if it's a cloudy day, or in our case, smoky day, (laughs) um, the GPS doesn't necessarily work as good. However, the map was on point. It knew where we were at all times. We just couldn't see us on the map the first time we used it. Yeah, like when you have, like, your locator dot that shows exactly where you are on the road, it's usually a tiny blue dot on the road. This was just, like, a huge blue dot, so it, it wasn't, like... The dot itself wasn't focused right on us, but it's still the tour knew right where we were because he was hitting all the points. Yeah, when we like up ahead, you're gonna see this, and then we'd see it. So it wasn't behind or anything like that. It just didn't really know exactly where we were, and that's and that's okay because the tour still worked fine. I didn't need to look at the map. Uh, that was just the first time we used it, and it was a really cloudy day because or not cloudy, smoky day yeah. because of the fires. And we only used it for partial way into the park. That was one of the days that we didn't have the pass. And yeah, we, were, we just went in. We checked out the big lake, Lake McDonald, mm-hmm. and then left. Yes. And then a couple days later, we went in again and did the whole going to the Sun Road. And we used that app, and it knew right where we were. It yep. was a sunny day that day. Yeah, that was super cool. Um, that app, though, is so cool because he explains to you different stories and different things for each you know, pull off or thing that you're seeing. It tells you about the history of the park. It tells you about tons of cool things. I highly recommend those. And what I did is I just bought the whole West Coast. It was like $69. And we used one before that was like a, was it a CD? Yeah. Which was cool. In Maui. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. just something that you have to pay attention and you have to pause at the right spot and stuff. So that was still helpful. But the GPS guided one was so much better. And the Gypsy Tour ones are good. The guy that, as, at least on this one, was really cool. He even has one for Maui. So when we go back to Maui, we can yeah. <laughs> use his tour. He's got to uh, find a way to get the RV to Maui. <laughs> uh, but I highly recommend using something like that. It, I don't know if there's any other ones that you can use, but that one was really cool. So I highly recommend that. It just added to it. And it's it's really cool, like... When he starts talking, I don't, this is just happens with all audio tours, but I kind of geeked out a little bit. Like up ahead, you're going to see this and then up ahead you see it. And it's like, oh, that's so cool. He knows right where we are. (laughs) And the kids really like that. So when you pull into the park and you turn right into the going to the sun road, one of the first attractions when you get past the lake and the beauty of, you know, that 
is a really cool like waterfall or rapid area. I mean, yeah, there's a little waterfall there. I thought that was a really cool spot. The colors were perfect. I have some pictures. I'll share them in the show notes. I believe that was McDonald Falls. Is that what it's called? I think so. And there's another one. Um, there's actually two waterfalls right in the same area. We did not do the second one. Well, what's the one that we walked down on that deck? I think that was McDonald Falls. Okay. That is really cool. Like, we walked down there and took some pictures, and it was really pretty, but there were some people that were walking down to the water. Is that allowed? I don't think so. I think they were they were going over the barriers. They did go over the barriers, but it doesn't say you can't. It just says be careful. And there's all. it also says <laughs> the number one cause of death in Glacier is drowning. <laughs> but it doesn't say don't do it. It doesn't say do not go to the water. Yeah. But. So I thought that was, I mean, I if I didn't have the kids and the dogs and everything that day, I thought that would be kind of cool just to step our feet in there. Yeah. I did think it was interesting, though. So there's like a rock outcrop right there. On the opposite side of the river. Yeah. And there's a couple people over there just like hanging out in their bathing suits. And right the, next to the bear woods. Yeah. Two days before that, we saw a bear cross the river right there. And like where they were at on this little rock crop, like if a bear would have came, they would have been cornered because yeah. it was like a kind of a cliff into the water. And the water's not even deep enough to jump into. I mean, so. I think you would probably have to. But it wasn't. But, it's shallow there. Yeah. So, like. <laughs> yeah, they, you put yourself into a bad situation by doing something like that. And they didn't have bear spray. There nope. was no bear spray in that swimsuit. Nope. <laughs> so, definitely be careful. I mean, I, I, I think I would have walked down to the water and put my feet in if I didn't have, like, to worry about the dogs barking at everybody <laughs> up in the car. And the kids. Just because I can imagine it was super cold. And really cool. Yeah. Um, but I would never have crossed the river and hung out on the other side and been completely vulnerable <laughs> to the bears. Especially when we had just seen a bear there. Yeah. <laughs> Crossing that same exact river. Like, what, 30 feet from that spot. Yeah. <laughs> so that was one of my favorite parts, at least in the beginning of it. What about you? What did you like? I like McDonald because it was... They had yellow arches? No. Oh, what does it have? It's very big, it's very beautiful, and it's very blue. And that's what I like about it. And it has mountains and glaciers on the mountains, which is really cool, too. I... Threw in rocks, which were very pretty, because... Were they sparkly? No. What colors did you see? Teal, reddish-brown, red, um, white. So they were just all colorful rocks? Yeah. What other, what other things did you like? Mm, the McDonald's Falls, the... Whatever it's called. Yeah, I think McDonald Falls. Because they were very loud. <laughs> <laughs> they had two waterfalls. Yeah. And it was very beautiful, and that's what I like about it. Yeah, that water was really blue, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I have a couple photos of it almost like teal. Yeah. It's crazy. I like the lake, the, you know, Lake McDonald. If you go up to the edge, you know, it's very rocky and they're all super smooth stones and they're all very colorful. But yeah, it's, it's when, when they're wet, there's all different shades of red and green and blue. We so didn't get to see that though because of the. It wasn't as pretty as like if you if you look up the Lake McDonald rocks. I think they call them like the fruity pebble rocks or something like that. Um, you know, on a super blue sunny day, they're very bright. When we were there, it was mostly overcast or smoky, so you could still see the colors. There's no doubt that they were colorful, but they just weren't like popping like they would in somebody's cool picture. Yeah, that was kind of the bummer a little bit, I have to say. It'd be nice to go back during not fire season <laughs> because while it was super pretty and like almost mystical in some places, we didn't really get like really good uh, far away shots, if yeah. that makes sense. Like, for example, there's the loop. So you're driving up the Going to the Sun Road and it does like a huge loop. I think it's the only one. Like a switchback, basically. Yeah, switchback. Is it the only one? Yeah. I think so, right? Um and there, there, there's parking there, and you can get out, and it's like a very popular spot that you can take pictures. We didn't stop either time because the smoke was so bad. You could, like, see just, like, one mountain. You yeah. couldn't see very far out. Where normally I would guess you could probably see for 40 miles. Mm-hmm. So that would be. And what's sad is that going to the Sun Road is not even open. How long is that open? Because of winter. As soon as they start getting some good snow up there, they close it. There's pictures of it, uh, I think, in May or June, early June this year. And there was like 12 feet of snow drifted across one part of it. Jeez. Yeah. And actually, they might there there might be multiple spots that they close it. So, for example, you might be able to get to that loop still. Yeah, it depends on how – I think it depends on the elevation. They probably close the higher elevation spots sooner because mm-hmm. there's multiple gates along the going to the sun road. So while it was like – smoky and you know whatever it still was really pretty and you can tell the mountains are there but like in pictures they didn't show up so we when we're looking out there you can kind of see it like peeking out almost like a ghost mountain or something so it was really kind of cool and it i mean it's a cool experience in itself (laughs) it just didn't show up as well in pictures you can't see out yeah and then it rained on the going the day that we actually got our pass it rained which is crazy because I haven't seen rain in forever. Yeah, like it, it, had a, it was a good rain too. Yes. <laughs> it was like it, we had the windshield wipe or what are they? I don't even know what they're called. The windshield wipers, right? Yeah. <laughs> used them in so long. Uh, we had the windshield wipers going and they were like going like full speed. I was like, when's the last? I don't even, I'm surprised those things even worked. 2020 sometime <laughs> I used those. Uh, but it rained one day, which was cool. And it brought down all the smoke. So you could see a little bit farther in some spots. However, it brought in fog, which was crazy because we were like out on Logan Pass pretty much. Yeah. Or almost to Logan. Yeah. Was it almost to Logan yeah, it Pass? it was right below it. And we had to drive through this fog that was so thick you could not see. And I have pictures and I will share them in We the have post. some videos too we'll have to put, put up. Oh, yeah, it rolling in and stuff. Yeah. But it was so thick you couldn't see how far in front of you. 30 feet. And you're on a mountain with no side rail. 
<laughs> and I'm yeah, scared to death. Yeah, we're at 6,000 feet <laughs> elevation. I'm scared to death of mountains already. <laughs> so we had a little pull-off that we pulled off and took some pictures. And I was like, can we just stay here until it goes away <laughs> safely? But everybody was very slow. They had their four ways on. So it wasn't that bad. But but it was. Yeah, at one point we stopped and waited. Mm-hmm. We were in a pull-off. Yeah, we took some pictures and stuff. It was thick. It was crazy. And it, it, it was it like just rolled, rolled in like out of nowhere. And and it rolled up the mountain so you could see it coming <laughs> to you. <laughs> then once we wild. drove through it, we got up to Logan Pass. It came back. Like oh, yeah. We drove through it and then it caught back up with us. Yep. We were sitting in the parking lot and you could see it like rolling over the. It was kind of spooky. Mm-hmm. Like movie it was cool stuff. Though. Yep. Another cool part of the park uh, that has a little bit of, like, movie history is uh, on the east side, there's St. Mary Lake. It's a huge lake. And there's a little island called Wild Goose Island there. And if you've ever seen the movie The Shining, you might recognize that. In the opening um, segment of the movie The Shining, they do a flyover of the island while the lady is driving, like, the little VW Beetle along the Going to the Sun Road. So they do a flyover, and then you get to see part of Glacier Park right there. So it's kind of, kind of cool. And then the the rest of the film is filmed somewhere else. Yeah, that's the only part that's in Glacier. <laughs> that's cool though, and if you see the island, it's kind of spooky, especially with smoke yeah. <laughs> and fog all around it. <laughs> we we didn't have service in the park, but when we got back to the the RV, we looked it up, and sure enough, looks just like it. <laughs> Crazy. And there's the Weeping Wall. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I we forgot about, about that. that. Talk about the Weeping Wall. And it's it's just like a cliff, a sh- small cliff, and water runs down it, and it looks, it's looking, it looks like a little baby waterfall almost. Mm-hmm. Why do they call it weeping, you think? Because it looks like it's crying. Aw, yep. <laughs> We got to go over three man-made arches. They are little tiny arches. They go right over the edge of the mountain, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a waterfall right there. And it turns right on the bridge. Mm -hmm. And there's a waterfall that runs under them. Yep. One thing when going on the Going to the Sun Road is you should plan a good two hours. Yeah. It's about 50 miles. If you're just driving through and stopping at a few stops, if you plan on doing hikes, obviously think that out on itself. But um, the road itself is about two hours, and that's pulling over a few times. If you're just going to drive straight through, it'd probably be a little less. But plan two hours because one of the first times we went on it, the going to the Sun Road, we did not plan that properly, and it ended up being dark, and we did not have our tops on that day. (laughs) Yeah, we ended up taking the long way home. But we, before that, when we were still on the going to the sun road, there was like bats flying over yeah. <laughs> the road and we did not have tops on. And one of them almost flew into the Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a close one. <laughs> yes. It was very cool when we drove through the dark and it was like, it was cold and we didn't know if we were going to see a bear or not, but we didn't. And so we were safe. And... A bat almost flew in, yep. and a moth flew in. And, like, attacked me. 
We stopped, and I had to go potty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dad had to get out in the dark. I know. And help you. I was like, okay, Dad, you can get in the car still. Yeah, and he just waited out there for you. I was like, get in the car. I was stargazing. <laughs> I know, but there was like woods <laughs> right next to you. And it was pitch black out there. It was scary. So make sure you plan ahead for that. It takes about two hours. Animals. Let's talk about animals in Glacier. We get to knock some good ones off our bucket list. Mm-hmm. First they have, in the park, they have black bear, which we saw. Yep. They have grizzlies, which we saw, which was amazing. We'll talk about that in a second. They have deer, which we saw. They have fox. We also saw one of those. Uh, they also have mountain goats, lynx, bighorn sheep, mountain lions. Do they have mountain lions? Yep. Yeah, mountain lions, elk, which we did not get to see. No elk. Sad and face. There's moose there, but we did not get to see moose either. Yeah. Um, but we did get to see two bears and two grizzlies, a fox with its dinner in its mouth. Yeah, just running along the edge <laughs> of the road with something hanging out of its mouth. And some deer and. The black bear, I remember we were driving, so we're driving on the Going to the Sun Road, and it was right by that waterfall we talked about, and Tony and I both yelled, black bear! Yeah, <laughs> it was it was perfect. We came, we were driving up the road, and there was a big opening on the left, and the river, The basically the road follows the river, and sure enough, this bear was just wading right across the river at the perfect moment. Mm -hmm. That was really cool. And then we stopped, and, you know, a bunch of people saw it, so there's a bunch of people trying to find it. <laughs> the girls and I walked down a path. We were in the the um, the road and path are elevated above the river at that point, probably like 20 feet. So there's really no chance of an bear encounter because we couldn't find where it went. So we walked over a little bit further to another clearing, and we could see it. It, would, it had walked away probably 40 or 50 yards Unless the bear was walking up the hill. It was a it was a cliff. There was no walking up that hill. <laughs> so that's why I felt pretty safe being there. Mm -hmm. And the second bear we saw was in Mini Glacier. So there is a second part of the... It's on the east side. You have to drive out of the park, right? Yep. You exit the St. Mary side. You drive up to Bab. And then you can go into Glacier again, and it's called Mini Glacier. And let's just give a little bit about this, little details about this. So, number one, there's major construction going on yep. there right now. And so you have to wait to get in the park. Uh, luckily, we we went at a time that was not busy. It was after five. Yep. <laughs> so it was not busy. Uh, but you still have to wait because it's like it gets down to one way, apparently. And yeah, you have to follow, like, the... Uh, Pace pilot card or whatever. Pilot car. Pace cars, mass car. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> and then it's, I don't know, I think it was like several miles of following that person. Both times we waited at least 20 minutes. Yeah. Sitting there waiting. However, it was totally worth it because yep. that part of the park is so cool. Number one, there is a huge hotel, which... I need to stay in some point in my life. I told Tony yeah, I want to stay like there for an anniversary. Old school, yeah, lodge hotel, like horror movie. Yeah, I see it in a horror movie. And I told him I wanted to stay there for our anniversary, and I was all excited, and I'm like planning it in my head. 
And then I realized, like, I was like, maybe we can do that for our 10-year anniversary. And Tony's like, you do know we got married in January, right? I'm like, <laughs> oh. It was just like total, what is that, deflation or something. Yeah. Like, I was so excited. And then I was like, Like Rrr. a balloon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we will not be doing that for our anniversary, at least, sadly. <laughs> Summer vacation, for sure. But there's a waterfall there. You actually drive over, on the road, you drive over a waterfall area. Yep. Which was really pretty through there. And there's like... There's a lot of hikes up in there. I think Grinnell Glacier is up there. And uh, there's a big lake, like Swift Current Lake. And that's the Swift Current Creek, I guess. Swift Current Creek. Which they named very well because that thing is flowing. Isn't that Mount Grinnell? That you see that big I think pointy so. peak one? Yep. But that, yeah, that place overlooks the lake. There's actually two lakes along the way. Because mm -hmm. that road, you go in and out the same way. It's not a through road. That would be a really, really cool place to stay, though, if you want to go to Glacier. It is way away from the park, though. And they do skiing and stuff there in the winter, Do they I think. have a shuttle, you think, that goes from there to the other one? I'm not sure. Because if, I mean, you would definitely have to have a run a car, obviously. I mean, that I think you'd run a car anyways if you're going there. I think the two entrances are right around eight or ten miles apart. Mm -hmm. And on our way out, so do we see the the second black bear on the way in or the way yeah, out? Yeah, on the way in. The way in, Tony saw a black bear standing up, which is super cool, right on the corner of the woods. Yeah, like he was standing up, peeking over a tree. <laughs> I saw his head and ears. And I didn't see that, but I saw him walk into the woods. I saw him drop down and walk into the woods. The yeah, because there was no traffic behind me, so I stopped and backed up on the road. And uh, as we were getting to it, he was walking back in. The kids did not see him, so technically we can't claim that we saw two bears, but we were kind of claiming. <laughs> Anyways. I saw it. I'm claiming it. <laughs> uh, and then on our way out, well, first of all, on our way in, we saw these people on the side of the road taking pictures and... Uh, had their little like telescope things out. Was it telescope? One of those spotting scopes, spotting scopes and, and stuff. zoom lenses. And I was as we were driving by, I was looking over there in the same direction they were pointing all their stuff, and all I could see were like geese. Yeah, but I knew there's. I was like, there is a total bear over there. You're like, nope, there's not a bear. It's just birds. And I'm like, nobody is gonna stand there and take pictures <laughs> of birds, Tony. I maybe mean, they're maybe special birds. Maybe one person. <laughs> But we just ignored it and laughed and did all our stuff in that park, which is a very, very small park. I mean, if you're not going there for hikes, I think you could be in and out of there in an hour, unless you yeah. see bears and sit forever. Uh, but then on our way out, sure enough, those people are still there taking photos of those birds. And so yeah. <laughs> Tony Tony said, uh, "What will it make you feel better if we stop, like all cocky? And we pulled over, <laughs> and sure enough, there were two not one, but two grizzly bears. And yeah, I got out first to look, and I walked over to where some people were looking, and uh, had my own. I took my binoculars and kind of looked in the general direction they were, and sure enough, it was a big old grizzly munching on berries. And so we got out. The kids and I got out, and we were like looking and looking. And the guy there was like kind of explaining. He's like, "I've been watching him for a while. Like he's." you know, see that tree over there and you just follow it to the right. And so I do that, you know, and I'm looking through the binoculars <laughs> and Lexi's like, mom, pick me up. I can't see. Cause there's kind of like bushes right there that you can't see over. So she's like, pick me up. I can't see. So I go to pick her up and right 
out of the peripheral of like my eye, the little bear just, well, he's not little, obviously he's a big old grizzly, but he's like sitting there and he just like pops his head up and just starts munching on some berries. And it was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Grizzly bears are 100% cuter than black bears. I think (laughs) (laughs) their round ears are what do it for me. I think like more teddy bearish. Yeah. Uh, but that was super close. <laughs> I was like, so I pick Lexi up, I show it to her, and then I move the binoculars from my eyes, and I'm like, yeah. See I did the bear? This, I did the same thing with my camera because the, <laughs> the same guy, he's like, okay, so you look at this, and then you look at that, and then, and apparently he was talking about a different spot that I was looking because I just happened to catch the thing when it moved, and it was much closer. Yeah. I was like, well, oh. He, he said the last time I saw it was right here. Yeah. And so, like, we were just kind of <laughs> we were just kind of looking in that area, but then the bear pops his head up, and he's probably... <laughs> I think he's about 40 yards away. Yeah. It was scary. But there was, like, stuff in between us. Number one, we were on the sidewalk. There was bushes, and, like, he was sitting there eating. He wasn't Yeah, he moving. didn't care. We were there. He found a huckleberry patch or something. And we just... Um, I looked at him for a couple minutes, and I was like, all right, <laughs> Lexi and I are out. <laughs> and so Lexi and I walked back to the Jeep, and Lexi's like, um, that was way too close, Mom. <laughs> I was like, I know. <laughs> it was close. So we waited, and Tony and Kylie stayed there, and I looked out at Kylie, and a few times she was like, you know, what is that, verbally whispering to me or, like, emotioning? <laughs> right there, Mom. And it was so cute. Uh, the bear ended up walking out. Yeah, we caught it when he walked around and crossed the road in front of us. Which is insane. Uh, and I yelled at Tony. I was like, you should have came back to the car. But he's like, there was enough people in between us yeah. and the bear. <laughs> he kept uh, people between them. But we got some good pictures of the bear crossing the road. You could see his claws that are the size of my face. Yeah. Ugh. Scary. It was a cool experience. So, and then we got to oh, watch so him cool. on the other side of the road for a few. Took some pictures, and the other one was just sitting down on the beach. Yeah, he was super cute too, sitting on his butt. But he, it was quite a quite further away. Oh yeah, he it was, was harder to get pictures of that one. It was almost is that almost a mile away? No, it was probably like half a mile or. Oh, I'm bad with distance, obviously. <laughs> but I, he, I mean, either way, it was a big bear, and it looked like a small brown dot. Yeah, he was right on the. Right on the beach. Apparently, they're brothers. That's what we were told, at least. I don't know how true that is. But we watched that bear for, like, ever on the side of the road. He just walked up and ate berries. He didn't care one bit about the people watching him. I don't think it looked in our direction a a single time. But the black black bears and the grizzly bears look like cute little puffballs almost. Yeah. What do you think was cuter? Probably the grizzlies. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> His little round ears are so cute. They're like yeah. little tiny cotton balls or something. Except for bigger. And those claws. Yeah, we saw a picture of one of them, and they were like seven feet long, it looked like. <laughs> that was a picture we took. <laughs> Zoomed in. It was crazy. Lexi, were you scared? No, it was pretty cute. He was still kind of far away, and he was, like, sitting down. He wasn't paying attention to us at all. He's just grabbing some huckleberries. When I first saw the bear, I I felt just a little tiny scared. 
But then I saw the cuteness, and then I wasn't scared. That was super cool, though. I, like, I've seen bear at, you know, bear places, <laughs> bear rescue centers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's totally different seeing them in the wild. I've actually seen a bear, or multiple bears, in a, like, a hunting camp area that technically they were wild, There is a, the camp was like completely fenced in, but there was like sections of the fence that were low. So the bear could go in and out. Yeah. All the animals in that area could come and go as they pleased. So technically they were wild, but there was a ton of them in that one area. So it was super easy to see bear. So I, it was exciting then, but this was like a hundred times more exciting because it was. Plus it was a grizzly. Yeah. Plus it was a grizzly, but it was still cool seeing the black bears even. Um, but yeah, the grizzly was cool. Like when I think back and when we first started going full timing, those are the things, right? Yellowstone number one is my number one place. I cannot wait for Yellowstone, which we are going to be there. Wait, today. Today. Ah, (laughs) as soon as this podcast is done. So let's hurry this thing up. No, (laughs) I can't even believe we're going to be in Yellowstone. Like that is my dream for when we started going full timing i wanted to go to yellowstone um and then second to that is grizzlies <laughs> moose <laughs> like yep. those things i want to see wolves i would love to see a couple wolves in the in the wild those were the things that i wanted to see and so seeing those grizzlies with my family and everybody got to see them was pretty epic yeah, we were all pretty amazed. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't stop talking about it. And we had no signal. So <laughs> I literally held my phone. Little b- backstory here, side story. I have to tell my dad, like, I have to call my dad all the time and tell him all these cool stories when I see him because I just remember our stories of our vacations. And it just reminds me of my dad whenever I have these stories. So I literally held the phone in front of my face until it got service. As soon as it got service, I called my dad to tell him about it. I was so excited. I was, I literally felt seven. (laughs) (laughs) Cause it was so cool. And we saw horses. Oh yes. I forgot about the horses. We saw wild horses. So Glacier National Park is beautiful. The animals are amazing. The park is over 55% of it is forested. And they're like pine trees. So <laughs> they're really, really Yeah, a lot of pretty. ponderosa pines and yes. stuff like that. And so it's really pretty just looking through the woods and seeing like the the pine trees kind of peek up into the sky. They're running down the mountain and they can peek up into the sky, especially with the smoke. I mean, that was kind of cool. Yeah. And the fog, they, you know, you saw the pine trees going down the mountain and then it like disappeared, disappeared into the fog, which I just, it was just so pretty. I mean, I'm going to remember the scenes. We weren't able to take a lot of photos. We do have a ton of photos and we will share those, but some of the photos didn't turn out just because of the fog and the smoke, but to our eyes, we could see it a lot better. Yeah. And I just won't forget those moments. It was so pretty. So while Glacier National Park is named after the glaciers in the park, it's not the best place to find glaciers. I have wrote down here that at the end of the Little Ice Age, around 1850, there were around 80 glaciers in the park. And today there are, well, 2015, when they last looked for glaciers, Um, There were 26 
glaciers that met the size criteria. So, Which, yeah, to be a glacier, it has to be 25 acres. Um, most of the time. What it is is it has to be moving. So yeah. it has it's a mass of ice so big that it moves under its own weight. And so they estimate that that's about 25 acres. Anything smaller than that, it normally doesn't move. Right. And, and a lot of people think when they see some of the snow patches there that they are glaciers. But they get so much snow and at high elevation, some of that stuff doesn't melt off. So it's not... It doesn't meet the size criteria or it's not heavy enough to move. So it just melts. So it's technically, it's not a glacier. The park has 26 glaciers that meet that criteria as of 2015. One of the glaciers that we saw was Jackson Glacier. And it is set up in a valley. What's funny is you pull over, it says glacier it says Jackson Glacier. <laughs> you pull over and you're looking. And I thought like off to the left, there's a mountain with a whole bunch of snow on it. And that's what I thought was the glacier. Just like Tony said, it kind of looks like those are the glaciers. Um, but then you get over to where the sign is and you look straight ahead and there it is. Well, that's much bigger. Yeah, <laughs> much bigger between the two, the two peaks yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it basically covers most of the mountaintop over there. However, the sign there does say that Possibly by 2030, that glacier will be completely gone. Yep. Yeah, over the course of, um, well, from um, from 1966 to 2015, about nine glaciers disappeared in the park. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if you think about it, 1850, there was 80. Yep. And then, since then, they have started disappearing. So... While it's completely due to climate change, it's not completely due to human (laughs) climate change. Uh, So, but I mean, that's not to say that humans don't have some effect on it. I'm just saying that uh, they are disappearing. They're in a warming, so they are slowly going away. But the fact that Jackson Glacier could be gone by 2030 is crazy because we might not go back to Glacier until after 2030. um, And it would be crazy to not see it. We did get a picture of it, and then the second time we came back, we were going to do selfies with it because in the girls' juniors, junior ranger books, it said take a selfie with the, ra- the the glacier. And I was like, we should do that because it might not be here the next time we come back here. Yeah, the one day we got pictures of it because it wasn't smoky. Then we went back, and we were going to do the selfie pictures. And that's the day that it rained, and the entire glacier was covered in fog. Yeah, it, you couldn't even, well, you couldn't even see the mountain. No, you couldn't even see the mountain which is crazy. So it's total bummer. Another cool thing about the park is that it, the Continental Divide runs through the, through the park right at Logan Pass. Mm-hmm. So that means that when you cross, or that means that on one side of the Continental Divide, the water runs eventually <laughs> into the Atlantic Ocean, and the other side runs eventually into the Pacific Ocean, right? Yep. But Glacier has a special divide. Really? What is this? It's called a triple divide. What is that? How does that work? This is where, um, this is why it has a nickname called the crown of the continent. It's a triple divide peak. On the north side of the divide, water eventually makes its way to the Hudson Bay in Canada. And then 
the east side makes its way to the Gulf of Mexico or Atlantic Ocean, and then the west side goes to the Pacific Ocean. It's a pretty unique feature. Yeah, I wonder, is there any other place in the United States that does that? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think you said, we learned that on that audio tour. I think he said that was the only place that did that. Have to look that up. But it is a really cool, unique thing to know. Hydrological feature. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so if you're going to the park, you need to make sure that you see a few things. Obviously, going to the Sun Road. Don't miss that. <laughs> We've talked a bunch about that. Logan Pass is at the top of the mountain that you're going over on the going to the Sun Road. It's the highest elevation, 6,600 feet. Yep. Actually, 6,646 feet. To be exact. To be exact. Uh, that is a really cool spot there. Um, Apgar is cool. It's a little village and kind of reminds me of <laughs> Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> I love your facial expressions when I say <laughs> things like that. <laughs> but the, 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 it's all brown buildings, and they have, I don't know, they all look kind of frozen-ish to me. Well, there's, like, little, like, uh, artsy craft shops and, like, mm -hmm. ice cream shop and that kind of thing. Also, Lake McDonald. Yeah, Lake McDonald, you can actually do boat tours. There weren't any running when we were there. For some reason, but... They were the second time we were there. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just never saw any. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't see them. That is the lake where the boat we saw the boats, right? No, that's like Mary or yeah. something, right? St. Mary Lake. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, the I first time we went by there, uh, there was two boats there. They weren't... It was after hours or something, I assume. And then the next time we went by it, they were gone. Mm-hmm. So they're being used. Um, and then the final thing is Mini Glacier. And Mini Glacier obviously could be probably forgotten. <laughs> or I'm assuming 70% of it's, people don't I'm sure it. it's overlooked. And I just totally made that number up, so it could be different. <laughs> but I feel like the way that you get to it, the way, like, the whole thing, I bet you many people don't go there to Mini Glacier. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but... I highly recommend it because apparently that's where the grizzlies hang out. I, I After leaving there, I read a little bit more, and um, I think that's like a popular place for grizzly bears. Okay. So I'd highly recommend that. Campgrounds. There are campgrounds inside the park. Yep. There's campgrounds around that you can do. Yeah, in West Glacier, and uh, there's a couple towns before that, like, we stayed near Columbia Falls. And there's hotels and stuff as well. Uh, there's hotels on both sides, actually. Yep. If you're staying on the east side, know that gas is probably 50 cents more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was it, 389 It was something ridiculous. And <laughs> when we were there, the, um, the St. Mary area closed down pretty early. Oh, yeah. We... Yeah, I mean, it was before 9. Yeah, all the shops and stores and mm -hmm. all that stuff. We stayed in a boondocking spot, which was kind of perfect. It was deep in the woods. The National Forest, right? Yeah, it was the Flathead National Forest right along the um, 
North Fork of the Flathead River. Awesome area. When we were driving into it, it was dark. (laughs) And we're driving into National Forest, and I think I was following you. Was I following you, or were you pulling at that moment? I don't remember, but Uh, you were following. No, no, no. no. I I think think I had to unhook. Yeah, so I think you were... I think I was next to you. I just probably was being quiet about it because I was, like, freaking out inside my head. I'm like, this is so deep in the woods because it was pitch black, and all you could see is pine trees. It actually is not that deep into the woods. I mean, it is. It's about 10 miles in. Yeah, but it's... There is people around and stuff, but I was like, please be people at the spot. Please be... (laughs) Because I was like, we are going to get eaten by bears or something. <laughs> but sure enough, there was quite a few people in there. Yeah, it's, it's so like I felt a, completely comfortable. I would say probably like a four or five acre clearing where people boondock all the time. Mm-hmm. And we stayed there for, what, a week? Yep. And people came and gone. And I think you came and... Came and went. Came and went. And you can stay there for 16 yep. days. It was a cool spot. So we highly recommend that. We will link to it in the show notes if you're looking for a place to stay. And there How was, far away was Verizon it and AT&T coverage there. And at some points it was good. Sometimes it was spotty. It was actually really good until the last day and or the last couple days, I should say. Yeah. The last couple days it just stopped working altogether. Well, number one, our AT&T messed up. It, AT&T might have still worked. I don't know. But Verizon just stopped working. Yeah. And we kind of panicked a little bit because we had to work on Monday. But, or I had to work on Monday. But um, the there was a fire nearby. I don't know if something happened with that or like. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, it could have been something just weird because it literally stopped like just instantly. Once we day. got into town the next day, it was the Verizon was amazing. Yes, exactly. And, but that, st- that spot is really good. How far away is that from Glacier? 20 minutes. So. 19 minutes to be exact. <laughs> so 19 minutes away from Glacier, we stayed for free for seven days. Yep. And there's cool things in the area to do other than Glacier. Like they have, there's tons of uh, rafting. You can raft on the flat river, fishing, outfitters and stuff like that. And there's a dump in town. Yep. A dump and water fill up. Yeah, we paid five bucks to dump and it was like fill a up. gas station, right? Yep. Conoco. While we were there, we did the Blacktail Wild Bill Trail, which is a Jeep Badge of Honor trail, which we covered in our episode ten podcast. Yes, we'll link to that. Give more details there. That's a really cool podcast. It's about or that's a really cool tr- Jeep trail. <laughs> it's about an out. It's a really cool. It is podcast. a cool podcast. <laughs> it's a cool Jeep trail as well, um, and it's about an hour from where we were staying. But you get you get up pretty high. It's a cool one, yeah. and there's a lot of obstacles. We didn't do a lot of them, but there is an option to do those. So it's a fun one to do if you want to play. Yeah, if you have a more built up rig. Um, you could be there a lot longer than what we did. We did mainly just the trail and a few obstacles. And that comes out into what city? Lakeside yeah. on the Flathead Lake. And that's a really cool town. Yeah. What other Jeep trails are nearby? Are there others nearby? Like where we can't? There are some. We didn't, we didn't really look any up other than I knew that Badge of Honor Trail was close, so I planned for that one. But uh, I think we spent more of our time going into Glacier Mm -hmm. and checking that out than we did looking for Jeep trails. 
What we're digging is about what we're loving this week. From a five-year-old, an eight-year-old, mom, and dad. We haven't done a digging in so long, I forgot the music. (laughs) And that's fun. (laughs) That was a fun one. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, let us know in the show notes how much you like our music. I think we do a pretty good job. Actually, I think my husband does a pretty good job because I have no music taste at all. (laughs) (laughs) All right, dig in. What are we digging? I'm going to go first. Let me hear it. Taco Cat. What is that? A book. Oh, I thought it was like a restaurant. What's the whole? Um, yeah. <laughs> What's the whole name of it? The whole name is Taco Cat, and it's also spelled backwards. What's the girl's name? Ava. Ava and Taco Cat. What is that called when you have a word that goes forward and backwards? Palindrome. Palindrome. Yeah. <laughs> Palindrome. Good job. What's like that book about? Ava or woe or poop. <laughs> <laughs> What's that book about? It's Did about, you just say poop on our podcast? <laughs> you can edit it out. <laughs> All right, let me hear. What's it about? It's about a girl who has a cat that I think was a stray. And she was trying to figure out what to name him. She wanted it to be a palindrome. And... So she was eating a taco at her favorite taco place, and she the she said that her cat that she just got looked exactly like the color of her taco shell. So she named it Taco Cat. That's it, fun. You're like halfway through that book. Has it been a good book so far? Yes. Do you recommend it? it? Yes. She says it's kind of like the vet volunteers. Yeah, it kind of. Like diary style, or mm-hmm. is the pet volunteers diary style? No, no. They they tell what's happening that then. Oh, okay. So um, on or that, later. I think our new puppy. We should try to think of a what is that word? I can't say that. Palindrome. Word. Yeah, we should think of a new name for our new puppy. Anna. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it would be. I mean, it's probably fate. A N N A A N N A. Yeah, it's kind of fate, Tony, that we name it Anna. Anna, Anna, Anna. I'm silent. Awesome, Lexi. What's your favorite thing you're digging this week? I'm digging finishing chapter books and books. Yes, Lexi has officially finished her first chapter book. I'm so proud of her. And it is Willy the Whale, which is my favorite chapter book so far. Yes, and she's now reading other books like crazy. So she, she's she been able to read for, I don't know, a she's year. She's now a de- developing reader. Yeah, she's been able to read for a year, right, Tony? About a year? Yeah. yeah. She's been able to read for about a year, but she it like literally just clicked, I don't know, a couple days ago, <laughs> that she loves it. <laughs> and now she's reading like crazy and not throwing a fit about it. And I love audibles. Yes, and she's been reading audibles. And uh, what audible are you listening to right now? Um, the Secret Zoo, which Kylie wants to hear when I'm done with it. So Lexi likes reading, and Kylie likes reading. Dad, I think we're doing something right. Yeah, I'm proud of them. I also like math and multiplication. But I both, love math. 
both things that you picked for digging this week were reading things. I'm a fan. In school. <laughs> I love reading now. I just love it. Dad, what <laughs> are you digging? I'm digging something that I've had for a while. My Nikon camera. It's a Nikon D810, and I haven't used it as much as I should have been using it, especially when we go out to these really beautiful places. It's just so easy to have my phone in my pocket and have we have a little Sony point-and-shoot. It takes really good pictures, but it's just not the same. It doesn't have the that quality that the Nikon has. It's probably been, what, six months? I probably have. No, I use it here and there. Just but just stuff. like one-offs. But yeah. the last few trips we've went on, you've taken it and yeah. taken, which I love because I love. It's funny. You almost forget how good, like you're like, oh, our phones take such good photos. And that Sony takes really good photos and it's so small and easy to carry around. Until so, you try to crop something and zoom in. Yeah. It just doesn't have the um, fine detail. But even that, like the last few photos you've showed me taken with the Nikon are so good. Like the depth. Yeah. That's the big thing. Like these, like Zion, like some of these places that you didn't even take it. I don't, don't even. Didn't even take it out of the bag. I don't yeah. Think. That's crazy because like, that's one thing in my cell phone. Like when I take pictures, I'm just like, yeah, that's a really cool photo, but you don't see how massively beautiful it is. Like, yeah. ma- like big, the depth of the photos, you don't see how far out and how deep it is. Yeah. But in the Nikon, you, you can get that a little bit more. Yeah. And I edited a couple, like I edited one from Glacier and it's just like, man. Mm-hmm. Beautiful photo. Yeah. We'll throw it in the show so notes. So yeah, this week I'm digging my old camera. I am digging that we are not on mountains anymore on our drives and we can pull the Jeep. <laughs> so we have been driving separate for, I feel like months. <laughs> yeah, we didn't pull too much lately. Yes. And... I miss it. I miss riding in the RV with everybody. One, we I we have so many audibles that we need to listen to, and I can't mm-hmm. listen to them without you, so <laughs> we need to be together. Uh, but the last couple drives that we've had have been three hours at least, and they've been pretty flat, so we've been able to pull, and we're all in the RV together. I also love being in the RV together. I love being that in the RV and the Jeep because both of them are fun. So that's what I'm digging. I think that's a wrap for Glacier. Anything else you guys want to say? No. Nope. Other than it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was very pretty, beautiful, and amazing, and scary a little. Yes. It was scary (laughs) for me. (laughs) It's worth it, though. Well, you got to think about the road. They made the road in the 20s. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't show you, but I showed Kylie and Lexi. I found some pictures of when they were making the road, and it was crazy. Yeah. Cra- it took some, that's quite an engineering feat. Yes. They, it showed, like, them, like, with all these rocks all over, and they had, like, these, like, um, machinery that was, like, moving the rocks, like, right on the edge of the cliff. And then at one point it showed, like, these super old cars going through huge snowbanks. I think was probably the coolest photo. It was on this super bumpy so, road. Like the cars like right here and then there was like mm-hmm. tall snow. But what's crazy to remember is 
they were not paved roads. Like I forget yeah. that, right? Like I when it, when they were like, we built this road, I just think that it's this nice paved road. But yeah. obviously they didn't have paved roads back then. So all the pictures show these like cars on these super bumpy, rocky roads. I can't imagine, yeah. On that mountain, which is insane. And those old cars, you know, they were underpowered and suspension oh. sucked. So I imagine that was just crazy to do that road. Yes. And like a Model T or something. And people did it to see the park. Yeah, that's like, the whole the whole reason they made the road was for sightseeing. Yes, it's it wasn't to get from, like they didn't do it to get from one side to the other. It's not like they had to do that. People did that to like visit the park. Yep. It was just crazy. Because now I'm like, I wouldn't even pay $35. <laughs> and these people are like, <laughs> these people are. Uh, I might die. Yeah, but. <laughs> I want to see it. <laughs> but yeah, definitely it's worth the hassle of trying to get that pass. I highly recommend it. I highly recommend the park. And if you want to stay for free, I also highly recommend that boondocking spot. And I think we're going to have to wrap this podcast up soon because we're like in a windstorm now. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm sure that it's so and, windy on this podcast. And we're also going to be moving to Yellowstone. Yeah, three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I we are all super excited for yeah, that. Yeah, I can't wait. I really want to see some wolves. Oh, I know. I hope so. I hope we do. And I can't wait to see the the thingies, the geysers. Yes. And so, actually, when you hear this podcast, maybe we'll be doing. Maybe the next podcast will be a Yellowstone one. Possibly, we'll see. Yeah, we might have to break that one up, but... (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap. If you'd like to find the show notes or any links that we talked about in this podcast, you can find those at thefeolas.com slash 12. What should they do, girls? You can find us at Instagram and Facebook at thefeolas. All right, let's go. Bye. Let's pack it up and head to Yellowstone. Wait, loopers. Oh, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. All right, bye. 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 Okay, yeah, you take. So you have to go to reservation.gov. Recreation.gov. So I'm getting a lot of spit in my mouth. (laughs) Why is this? I need that water over there and I can't get up to get it. I'm tired. I'm struggling. Should over we here. put this away? I'm struggling over <laughs> here. Do you see that? Oh, but how would you get out? Oh, no, never mind. Mm-hmm. Never mind. It's not a one way road. <laughs> you just have to wait there all winter. Yeah. <laughs> Glacier's gonna glacier. (laughs) Don't put that in there. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, NPS.